0: Welcome again to Real Real Talk, the podcast where we unravel the magic behind the movies. I am your host, Josh Bell, and today we are continuing our deep dive into the world of Wes Anderson. This time we are going to discuss the Grand Budapest Hotel, from its whimsical plot to its meticulous aesthetics, the gripping score, and the stellar cast. We're going to dissect every frame of the cinematic masterpiece, so stick around as we explore the highs, lows, and everything in between. Let's roll the reel. The Grand Budapest Hotel is a cinematic marvel that spins a multi-layered narrative. Our journey begins in the late 1960s with a young writer who encounters the elderly owner of the Grand Budapest Hotel. Intrigued by the hotel's history, the owner shares his own tale, transporting us back to the 1930s. In this golden era, the Grand Budapest is at its zenith, managed by the legendary concierge Gustave H., played brilliantly by Ralph Fiennes. The plot thickens when Gustav is accused of murdering a wealthy guest, Madame D, and inherits a priceless painting. What ensues is a symphony of capers, narrow escapes, and an unexpected friendship with Zero Mustafa, the lobby boy. As Gustav and Zero navigate the eccentricities of the hotel and the political turmoil of the fictional Zubrowka, we are treated to a visual feast of Anderson's signature aesthetics. The plot deepens with the rise of fascist forces. Gustav's imprisonment and the pursuit of both justice and the missing masterpiece. Anderson masterfully intertwines comedy, suspense, and heartwarming moments as the narrative unfolds, culminating in a bittersweet resolution set against the backdrop of a changing world. The Grand Budapest Hotel is more than a story, it's a journey through time. Celebration of friendship and a testament to the indomitable spirit of those who dare to defy the odds. Wes Anderson's cinematic genius shines brightly in this film. It beckons viewers into a meticulously crafted world of whimsy and nostalgia. Anderson's distinct aesthetic choices transcend traditional filmmaking. They become characters in their own right, playing pivotal roles in shaping this film's narrative and the emotional resonance. One of Anderson's most striking visual signatures is as usual, his masterful use of color. Each timeline in the film is associated with a specific and carefully created color palette, acting as a visual roadmap that gracefully guides us through the various eras of the Grand Budapest's rich history. From the warm and inviting pinks and reds of the 60s, to the cooler, more muted tones of the 30s, every scene is a canvas painted with deliberate strokes, creating an immersive and dynamic visual experience. The set design then becomes a character itself, a testament to Anderson's meticulous attention to detail. The Grand Budapest with its ornate interiors and dollhouse-like exteriors stands as a visual marvel. Anderson's commitment to symmetry, a trademark of his directorial style, is evident in every shot, adding a layer of visual harmony that elevates the film into a moving work of art. It is as if each frame is not just a snapshot, but a carefully composed photograph, inviting the audience to delve deeper into the intricate details of the world Anderson has meticulously crafted for us. Anderson's decision to embrace practical effects and miniatures is a refreshing departure from the prevalent reliance on CGI in contemporary cinema. The exteriors of the hotel, the expansive mountain landscapes, And even the exhilarating ski chase scenes are brought to life with a level of precision that creates this sense of tangibility. You can almost touch it. The film feels like a living, breathing diorama, grounding the fantastical elements in a reality that resonates with the audience on a very visceral, real level. The costume design that was helmed by the talented Milena Canonero, is another brushstroke in this visual masterpiece. Each character's wardrobe becomes a storytelling device, offering insights into their personalities and their motivations. From Gustav's impeccably tailored suits that mirror his refined demeanor, to the distinctive uniforms of the hotel staff, every costume choice is purposeful and contributes to the narrative richness. The film's aesthetics transcend their role as mere backdrops. They emerge as integral characters, shaping the narrative with their vibrant hues, their meticulous symmetry, their tangible practicality, and carefully curated costumes. Anderson's world-building becomes a visual symphony, inviting the audience to not just watch, but to immerse themselves in an experience that lingers in their memory long after the credits roll. This film stands as a testament to the transformative power of visual storytelling, where every frame is a brushstroke on the canvas of cinematic brilliance. In this film, the score is done by the great Alexander Desplat, it's a symphony of whimsy perfectly complementing Anderson's visual storytelling. The soundtrack again is a character in itself, guiding us through the film's highs and lows with a melodic dance. Desplot, as is traditional for an Anderson film, uses instruments of the era and the place, this time being Eastern European. Like the balalaika and the simbolom, it adds an authentic touch to the film's setting in the fictional zubralka. The recurring leitmotifs create a musical tapestry weaving together the film's disparate timelines and characters. One standout piece is the zany and energetic Mr. Mustafa, which captures the essence of the misadventures with Gustav and Zero. The music follows the film's pacing with precision enhancing those comedic beats and elevating the emotional moments, such as the poignant up the stairs, down the hall. The score seamlessly integrates with the film's aesthetics, enhancing the nostalgic atmosphere and emphasizing the comedic and dramatic elements. The whimsical use of other instruments like the harpsichord and the accordion adds to the charm, creating a sound that feels both timeless, but still uniquely Andersonian. Desplat's work in the Grand Budapest Hotel is more than background melody. It's a crucial storytelling element. The score doesn't just accompany the film. It pushes the film forward and enriches our viewing experience. And it leaves an imprint on the audience's memory. Now, The Grand Budapest Hotel isn't just a movie, it's a captivating exploration of themes that resonate through the corridors of time. At its heart lies a tapestry of thematic richness, interwoven with threads of nostalgia, friendship, and the inexorable march of time. Nostalgia, a poignant theme, is intricately woven into the film's narrative. Presented as a story within a story, the film unfolds as a reminiscence of a bygone era, narrated by an older Zero Mustafa. The fading glory of the Grand Budapest serves as a profound metaphor for the transience of nostalgia itself. Memories, like the hotel's grandeur, shift and evolve over time, creating a bittersweet symphony of remembrance. Friendship emerges as a cornerstone, beautifully portrayed through the unlikely camaraderie between Gustav and Zero. Their bond becomes a heartwarming portrayal and focal point transcending societal barriers and weathering the storms of war and adversity. In the microcosm of connection, the film explores the ephemeral yet transformative nature of relationships, painting a vivid picture of the fleeting connection that shaped the tapestry of our lives. Delving into the impact of political and social upheaval, the film mirrors the changing tides of history through the rise of fascism in Zubrowka, This backdrop underscores the vulnerability of cherished institutions like the hotel. Anderson's subtle exploration reflects how external forces shape and reshape the world, leaving their mark on both the characters and the surroundings of the hotel. Beneath the surface, the Grand Budapest Hotel serves as a celebration of artistry and the relentless pursuit of beauty in a world often veering towards chaos. Gustav's unwavering dedication to preserving the hotel's elegance becomes a powerful metaphor for the defiance of the mundane. It stands as a testament to the transformative power of art and culture, echoing the idea that amidst the tumultuous changes of the world, the pursuit of beauty remains a beacon of resistance. The film's thematic elements aren't mere narrative devices, they're reflective mirrors inviting the audience to ponder the transient nature of life. The enduring power of friendship, portrayed through Gustav and Zero, become a timeless reminder of the human experience. And against the backdrop of a changing world, the film invites viewers to embrace the timeless pursuit of beauty. Pursuit that becomes a form of resistance, a way of navigating the chaos, and finding solace in the enduring threads of art, culture, and human connection. In the grand tapestry of cinematic brilliance, the Grand Budapest Hotel emerges as a masterpiece, owing much of its allure to the exceptional ensemble cast and the creative wizards working behind the scenes. Let's unravel some of the intricacies of that talent that breathes life into Wes Anderson's visionary creation. At the forefront of this cinematic symphony is Ray Fiennes, whose portrayal of Gustav is nothing short of a tour de force. Fiennes injects Gustav with an irresistible charm, razor sharp wit and impeccable comedic timing, transforming the eccentric concierge into a character that lingers in the audience's memory. His magnetic presence on screen becomes the beating heart of the Grand Budapest. Opposite Fines is Tony Revolori, who takes on the role of young Zero Mustafa, the lobby boy whose charming and nuanced portrayal complements Fines' brilliance. Revolori's performance adds a layer of depth to the film, capturing that essence of youthful exuberance and unwavering loyalty creating an on-screen duo that is dynamic and becomes the backbone of the narrative. Then there's the supporting cast of a rich tapestry of talent, each actor contributing a unique flavor to the film's character ensemble. Saoirse Ronan brings ethereal grace to the role of Agatha, enhancing the film's emotional depth. Adrian Brody, whose embodiment of the villainous Dimitri gives a menacing present that adds layers of intrigue. And Willem Dafoe's portrayal of the menacing Jopling adds a chilling intensity to the narrative. Behind the scenes, Wes Anderson, the maestro orchestrating this visual symphony, collaborates with his trusted crew to bring the distinctive aesthetic to life. Back again is cinematographer Robert Yeoman, capturing the visual splendor of Anderson's world with a precision that elevates each frame to a work of art. Melina Canonero, who we mentioned earlier, her costume design adds authenticity to each character with every outfit becoming a brushstroke on the canvas of Anderson's vision. Adam Stockhausen's production design immerses us in the whimsical universe of the Grand Budapest, turning the setting into the character of its own. The film's heartbeat is undoubtedly that score by Alexander Desplat, a melodic dance that enriches every scene. Desplat's continued collaboration with Anderson is a testament to their symbiotic relationship between the director and composer, with the score becoming an integral part of the film's identity. The music adds an emotional depth, enhances comedic beats, and underscores the visual splendor, creating a harmonious blend that resonates with the audience. The Grand Budapest Hotel stands as a a testament to the collaborative magic that unfolds when a talented cast and crew come together. The chemistry on screen fueled by remarkable performances intertwines seamlessly with the meticulous craftsmanship behind the scenes. The result is a timeless allure that cements the film's place among the pantheon of cinematic masterpieces. A testament to the power of collaboration in bringing a visionary creation to vivid, enchanting life. While in my mind there is no doubt that the Grand Budapest Hotel is a gem of cinema, it's not immune to constructive critique. One aspect of the film that might divide audiences, is the film's breakneck pace. In this case, Anderson's rapid-fire storytelling, while exhilarating, may feel overwhelming to some viewers, leaving little room for contemplation. Another point of discussion is the stylized nature of the narrative. The film's quirky theatrical presentation, a trademark of Anderson's, may not resonate with everyone. Some may find it distancing, hindering emotional engagement with the characters and their predicaments. Additionally, the film's comedic style, characterized by deadpan humor and whimsical scenarios, is an acquired taste. Those seeking a more straightforward style, traditional narrative, may find themselves struggling to fully connect with the film's unique blend of humor and drama. Furthermore, the plot's complexity and the abundance of characters may pose a challenge for some viewers. Anderson's intricate storytelling, while brilliant, demands active engagement from the audience, and those expecting a more straightforward narrative may find themselves lost in the film's labyrinthine structure. And lastly, the film's idiosyncratic aesthetics, while celebrated by many like myself, might not appeal to those who prefer a more conventional visual style. Anderson's meticulous symmetry and vibrant color palettes could be perceived as being just too stylized, distancing viewers seeking a more naturalistic viewing experience. While these elements may be perceived as shortcomings by some, they are intrinsically tied to the film's unique identity. The Grand Budapest Hotel is an acquired taste, and its eccentricities contribute to the charm that captivates many while challenging the preferences of others. The Grand Budapest Hotel has behind-the-scenes anecdotes and trivia that add layers to its charm, so let's take a look at some fascinating tidbits that enrich my viewing experience. Firstly, the film's distinctive aspect ratio changes with each timeline. Anderson, along with Robert Yeoman, collaborated to meticulously select the appropriate ratio for each era, creating a visual journey through time. The hotel's interiors were primarily created using miniatures and practical effects. The level of detail in these meticulously crafted sets, from the ornate lobby to the charming rooms, is a testament to the craftsmanship that went into bringing the Grand Budapest to life. Wes Anderson, known for his meticulous planning, provided each actor with a specific mixtape tailored to their characters, adding a personal touch that extended the cast preparation, fostering a deeper connection between the actors and their roles Adrian Brody's character, Dimitri, has a distinctive scar on his face. That scar was not created with makeup. It is a real scar that Brody has had since childhood, adding an unexpected layer of authenticity to his menacing character. And the film features a blink-and-you'll-miss-it cameo by Tilda Swinton, who undergoes a remarkable transformation to portray the aged Madame D. The makeup and prosthetics were so convincing that many viewers initially didn't recognize her in the role. And lastly, the film pays homage to the work of Stefan Zweig, a prolific Austrian author who inspired the film's narrative style and themes. Anderson's meticulous research and dedication to incorporating literary influences elevate the film's intellectual depth. These trivia morsels enriched my viewing experience. They offer a glimpse into the thought and creativity that went into crafting every frame of the Grand Budapest Hotel. Now, as we conclude our enchanting journey through the Grand Budapest Hotel, It's impossible not to marvel at the layers of storytelling that Wes Anderson has woven into this masterpiece. From the labyrinthine plot taking us on a roller coaster through time and intrigue, to the meticulous aesthetics that transform each frame into a work of art, every aspect of the film feels like a stroke on the canvas of storytelling genius. The characters, brought to life by an exceptional cast, add a depth and humanity that transcends the screen. Gustav's charisma, Zero's endearing loyalty, and the ensemble of eccentric personalities all contribute to the film's unforgettable charm. Anderson's symphony of color, symmetry, and practical effects crafts a world that feels simultaneously fantastical and achingly real. Now, for my critical rating, the Grand Budapest Hotel not only deserves applause, it demands a standing ovation. A perfect 10 out of 10 doesn't just reflect its technical brilliance, but also acknowledges its ability to evoke a spectrum of emotions from laughter to melancholy within its audience. The film is a testament to Wes Anderson's unparalleled storytelling vision and the collaborative brilliance of the entire cast and crew. As always, I want to thank you so much for being part of this cinematic exploration. Your passion for film fuels our journey. I love hearing from all of you, so don't hesitate to share your thoughts, questions, or movie recommendations with us at therealrealtalk at gmail.com. That's therealrealtalk at gmail.com. You can connect with us on Twitter at realrealtalkpod, on Instagram and threads at realrealtalk. Our cinematic adventure continues next week as we stop off on the Isle of Dogs. But until then, keep watching, keep loving, and keep those reels rolling.